What up, Kev? What's good, man? <laughs> What's up there, <laughs> Mr. McGee? <laughs> Losing it, man. It's like, yo, like I was asking before this before this all started, like this ain't the opening question, but it is a good question. Does your eyesight go when you get like any type of surgery? Is my eyesight was already pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it just went super south as soon as I got surgery. I was like, damn, I can't see a thing anymore. I don't know what the hell just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look that up. WebMD. <laughs> does knee surgery lead to blindness? Like, come on. Well, you know what they say leads to blindness. Um. <laughs> <sighs> uh, can't do that on a watch bad a, knee, though. Watch a Snoop, watch a Snoop Crip walk <laughs> <laughs> for eight hours. <laughs> Has your timeline gotten over it, man? Or is it, were there still Super Bowl comments? Oh, I don't know. Dude, I literally... I'm in and out. I'm in to see, I'm yeah. in to see Fizz's Good Morning and then whatever Omega <laughs> posts. Check out his music, then I'm out. That is really what... Matter of fact, wait a minute, dude. Did we plug... I, we you talked about it before it came out, um, but we have not talked about. It. We need to, yeah. We should just set it off. In yeah, the right way. Um, true. Let me let me make sure though that um, no, that's not what I wanted. That I'm giving the exact right information though. Okay. Because I don't want to. I don't want to botch the release of his music. All right. So let's see. Making bio. Sorry, y'all. All right, here we go. 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 All right, you can get it on. Okay. All right, so shout out to my man, Omega, uh, Spit Kicker fam, friend of the show, Rap 6 Radio Rundown, whole nine yards. He has released a single. Now, this. what's dope about this? First of all, uh, I'll let Kev talk about Omega's background as a, you know, the crew that he was from prior, all of that, just so we're both um, plugging his music correctly. But um, he dropped a single called Among Stars, which is, you have to hear, it's like, it's dope, it's very heartfelt, very real, and in a time where, and I'm not downing other music, but in a time where, where you know, real is a bit contrived, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, this is very genuine, very much about his family and loss. Um, you can get it now on Bandcamp. Um, if you go to omegajohnson.bandcamp.com, but you can look for Omega Johnson on YouTube, uh, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Deezer. The song is called Among Stars. It's on uh, Amazon.com. It's on iTunes. Among Stars by Omega Johnson. Now, Kev, he was from a crew that, um, the uh, Warlocks, right? Warlocks, yeah. Is that but I, 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 I'm not as familiar with that, but he was part of uh, UTD as well, right? Mm-hmm. Urban Thermodynamics. Mm-hmm. He says mm-hmm. he was. I don't necessarily believe that. Because I hold, <laughs> I hold that group in very high regard. <laughs> and Omega is my arch nemesis. No, I'm just oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> no, you know, uh, the funny uh, thing is that, and I didn't even, I don't think I even told him this, but... God, what was the kid's name when UTD came out? And I think he might have still been, might have been before he joined the the, the group. But um, 
There was this kid that used to call the radio show every single week and ask for UTD every single week. So <laughs> that's one of those groups that, um, like, I'll never forget them. Like, that's one of those records that, you know, there's certain records that, um, and not that this one's on the fence, but, you know, when you go through your records and you start to sort of cull which records are going to stay in the crate and which ones might have to move yeah, on yeah, to the garage yeah. or whatever the case may be. UTD yeah. is always right there where I know where to find it. So, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, but more importantly, he, he, he just put out some new music on his own, um, this, this brand new song. And it's uh, amongst, yeah. amongst stars, y'all. Yeah. It's dope, man. It's dope. We got we to gotta advance, listen to it. Um, but I'll definitely be copping just to make sure the, the homie is supported um, as well as the fact that it's dope. So uh, you can do the same thing, omegajohnson.bandcamp.com, or just search Omega Johnson on Spotify. All of you, all of you listening platforms, um, yo, support dope music. Not not just support. I let me take that back. I I hate the word support. Like listen to and enjoy dope music. You know what I'm saying? Because support just is is becomes like a thing where even if you don't really like it, you got to keep the culture going. It's not like that. This is dope, and you should peep it. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, big shout He represents New York. He's he's mean on the mic, and he's also very just a mean person on social media. <laughs> <laughs> he will not let me talk bad about Fifty Cent. Um, <laughs> also, big shout out to uh, to the homegirl Jessica. Jessica is what uh, I prefer to call her. What's up, <laughs> Jess? Always listening. And shout out to the homie Big Shug, man. For listening, of course. Man. Thank you very much. He, yes. He hit me up and yes. discussed one the of, show with me. I was one like, of the original, oh. one of the original hosts of the show. Yeah, he was he's an original guest of the show. Mm-hmm. One of the original guests of the show. So yeah. Uh Kev, opening question. Have you watched anything from the NBA All-Star Weekend? Any single thing? The the, the crazy thing is well, I didn't, you know what I I caught I didn't catch any of the um, you know, like the 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 three point shootout or the dunk contest. Although I saw somebody say it was like the worst dunk contest ever, so I don't know. But I didn't, I didn't, you know, like, and the crazy thing is that all that stuff is so easy to watch now. Like, I would have given anything to have YouTube back in the day. Oh, my goodness, yes. Can you imagine yes. how dope that would be? But um, yeah. I flipped the game on yesterday. And, huh. you know, just in the background, sort of like, I was like, all right. Um. So, yeah, what did you think of the, the, the you know, the 75, the, the whole celebration? I didn't see a single thing from it. Well, that's I know what, you're not. Well, that's the thing. I'm surprised you're asking me because I know you're not necessarily like a, a you know, that's not I'm your not, thing. but but they celebrated the top 75, 75 year anniversary. Right. And top 75 players. Right. right. I think that that's great. I actually think that's a really good thing. Um, and I also think now. I wish you would have watched it, though, because I also I was I'll like. I'll check it out then. It It was. That halftime was about 14 hours long. Oh, yeah. That's the performances and all that, right? Well, I don't even know if was there it, were performances. It? Just bringing everybody out. Oh, took, okay. It, was, oh, it took forever. Okay. <laughs> like I was like, this is cool. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, – so uh, uh, I'm in a text group with uh, my brother and a couple of his friends. Mm-hmm. I, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that they say in there. Um, but <laughs> – I mean, not not that I disagree. It's just it just you. It's an interesting how much an age gap will have you be like. Hmm, 
All right. You, you but, opinions on who should have been there and wasn't, or no, 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 no. This I kind of agree with them on. He was. He was uh, they were discussing the NBA versus the NFL um, and how people just kind of nobody was online complaining about the performances or. You know what I'm saying? Really tripping off of off of it in general, um, mm-hmm. largely because the the NBA. I think the NBA is a better fan base mm. than the NFL. You know what I'm saying? I think you you find less casual fans in the NBA. You know what I mean? And I, oh, but what I didn't agree with was he was saying the ownership is the same in the NBA, and and this is where I wanted to go as far as the bringing out the 75 players, representing the game for the 100 years, making sure that there was a 14, 15-hour halftime show mm-hmm. just to bring out every single person they could possibly represent. Um, because the ownership is di- is much more diverse, right? It's a much more much more balanced group of owners. It's it's now let me let me take this back. It's diverse like what us as I'm just going to say people of color say when we move into a white neighborhood where there's other people, right? Like I say my neighborhood is diverse because there's <laughs> like but it's like 8% black people. So well, my point here, though, is that that the ownership is not as much of that good old boy network is as it, it is in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the thing is that I feel like, you know, like I never knew any of this stuff when I was a kid. You know, I, did, I don't know if any, many of us did, even if we were Mm-mm. super big sports fans. Right. But like especially with the Flores lawsuit and, you know, this goes this went back to, yeah. you know, when when people even before Kaepernick you know, took the knee. It was like just the idea of the structure of the NFL, the, um, you know, what it takes to become an owner above and beyond just sort of having the, you know, you could be a supremely qualified, hardworking person with a lot of money and still not be able to, to own an NFL team because of all the other politics and hurdles that you have to sort of overcome to, 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 you know, as a barrier to entry at the lowest level. Right. Correct. And I don't, what I don't know is how much of that pervades the NBA and, and, and it seems like the major league baseball is, 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 is maybe even a different thing altogether, you know? Yeah. Well, what seems to be happening in the NBA, as far as ownership goes, we'll get to the other side in a second, y'all, but just real quick. Um, like Shaq, I think he just had to give it up though, was part owner of the Sacramento Kings. Dwayne Wade is part owner of the Utah Jazz. Of course, you guys all know Michael Jordan. Um, I believe Kobe Bryant was on his way to also purchasing part of a team. I'm sure. pretty sure that that was the next direction for him. Um, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, I believe, is a Chinese, a Chinese-American man. Um, so that there's some voice there. Uh, so I, I feel like the the hoops i i think the owner there's another owner of a team that's um you know i don't want to botch that cuz that might be a bit much but anyhow um there's voice long story short so, so i feel like the the hoops might be a bit different and what i do like is about the nba a little more and on this level a little more than the nfl is that the players are getting involved on the ownership and coaching and general management level. Like, and I know for the NFL, that's true too. Players and coaches, players become coaches and general managers and et cetera. But the NBA seems, it seems to really recycle 
this voice. So it doesn't shock me that that's, that top 75 celebration was so long, so thorough, so detailed, because some of those players are still – like Jerry West is still sitting there. You know what I mean? And he's still part of the NBA um, as much as the Lakers are stupid for acting stupid about him because their ownership is stupid and she's a stupid dummy stupid. But um, – <laughs> But, you know, he's an icon to the game, and he's still involved. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the same with, with quite a few other people. El, you know, Elgin Baylor, as, as much as he was part of the worst franchise in league history, was part of the game for quite a while. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting situation uh, in comparison. It, does the NFL have incremental ownership like the way the NBA does? Like, are you going to get a Jay-Z owning 1% of the, you know— doesn't seem of like the it. Giants or the Jets. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. Like See, I just, I'm, I, but that's the thing. I'm totally ignorant to it, and it doesn't seem like it. And it also just then you got that one person who's already rich, who's already mm-hmm. at least successful in some form or fashion, whether inherited or or self made or whatever. Who who um, can make all these decisions that become you know problematic. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like. Whether it's throwing games, supposedly, allegedly, or, you know, whatever the case may be. But, um, listen, at the same time, none of these dudes, they're all doing calculations. And and some of them are just making better decisions than others when it comes to, to, to just avoiding the static, you know. And and hopefully some of them are, are actually um, forward-thinking people. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's a business. Very much so, um, but you you like to. I think your comment on the fan base though definitely dictates how the owners react to those issues. Yeah, yeah. I think I think um, there the the fan base at least enforces a little bit more thought. You know what I'm saying? And the reaction to how now the NFL is a, quite a distance away from the fans. I mean, I, I know they jump into the you know crowd at the end and et cetera, but. Um, I think an NFL player versus a basketball player versus a tennis player, right? Let's use tennis for example, because the fans are are definitely close enough to be heard by the players. But the fan, but the the game forces them to be quiet. Mm-hmm. The fans can't be like, you know, you trash fool. You ain't never gonna get this serve. You know, you can't do that, right? Quiet, please. <laughs> but um, in the NBA, there have been quite a few incidents where. You know the fans go a bit too far, and it and the game the 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 I feel like ten years, fifteen years ago, they wouldn't throw out somebody for calling somebody boy, mm. or you know what I'm saying. I feel like that that has been enforced by um, a strong player voice, not not so much just a strong fan voice. I think the players have a lot of say so in the NBA. And they have a ton of power. There's only five of them on the court at the same time. The best player on the court normally wins the game. You know what I'm saying? That's the other thing. And they're not wearing helmets all the time, which, as crazy as it sounds, is kind of a, you know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a thing. You, you don't identify with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know, identify with the team as opposed to the person. Uh, many, you know, more often than not, I think, more often than you would a basketball team, that's for sure. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, word up, y'all. Yo. Let's uh let's jump into the other side, Kev. You ready? 
Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kevin's changing colors over here. Damn, we will jump to the other that? side. Are y'all ready, man? Let's go. I got Kofina. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You alive on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy Trek Life and your fam, Kevin Sakota. You can't see me, Trek. <laughs> see, you would make me. I don't. I'm not explaining this because I'm not not part of. I'm not not gonna be part of. That you're gonna show. just fire off a short joke, aren't you? <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. Just, just to stay in shape. Just, just to avoid just this. Make some mental calisthenics. <laughs> Yo, um, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you'd like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also catch us on your television on BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network. What you do is you download that app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on that app or channel, and we are right there. BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network. We want in. And what you should do right now, right now in the middle of the show, how to show on in your headphones, but then go on your phone and go to Instagram and follow btsn.pass. There's plenty of uh, updates going on. There's ways that you can actually invest in BTSN. These All these updates are available on btsn.pass. The site is coming. There's a lot of things, a lot of exciting things happening with BTSN. And if you'd like to be a part of it or at least know what's going on, btsn.pass on Instagram. Word up. Yep. Um, all right, Kev. All right, what are we talking about? I forgot already. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Kev, the title, the topic, the first topic title is "Where's Yakov Yakov Smirnov when you need him?" Yeah. Russia is hella bugging now. What a country! What a country! <laughs> listen, listen, man. Russia got some things going on in general. <laughs> things that I don't entirely understand, so I'm not gonna get too deep in speaking on it. But Russia seemed like it's ready to, you know, you know, they want their cornerback, basically. <laughs> Like right, if we keep it real, they, <laughs> Russia want their cornerback. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Russia, Russia is the St. Louis of Eastern Europe right now. Hmm. Hmm. Um. If you got that reference, you were definitely down with the show. So, <laughs> but let's talk about the Olympics, the, the 2022. Yes. Winter. Olympics. Sports. 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 Did you have you yeah, watched you any of the Olympics? No. Oh, no, not at all. No. And I'm not even saying it proudly. I just, no. I, 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 would, I would give, I would pay money just to have you watch some of that stuff with the condition that you're in. Just to watch what these guys are doing on snowboards and skis and stuff. <laughs> like, oh, my God. No. The, the, here's the thing. My daughter, my youngest daughter, walked in. And she's hype. She's like hype, man. Like, you know, 25, 8. And she's like jumping up and down for like 10 minutes. And I'm just like, I'm not mad at the the jumping up and down. Like, I'm like, ah, she's seven. Just live with well, you know I'm where just it's jealous. Oh, oh, oh. I'm just oh, super oh. jealous. Like, I thought, I thought you were afraid you she was going to jump on you or something. No, 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 no. She just, yeah. Just, hey, dad. Duh, 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 duh. And I'm like, how do your knees work? It, oh, totally. So, no, I'm not watching the Olympics. Yeah. Period. <laughs> That's the reason. 
<laughs> exactly. That's the reason. Oh, I don't want to be man. jealous of anybody. But uh, 2022 Olympics, Kev, IOC chief slams Russian skating coach for chilling response to Camila uh, Vilieva loss. Now, this was on Yahoo.com. Yahoo.com Sports is trash. Uh, and NBC. So go to NBC. Yahoo.com Sports is super trash. Yahoo Sports is garbage. God, it's garbage. Ugh. Yuck. Don't, they don't just Jason's repurpose yuck. articles from USA Today and stuff? Isn't that I mean, what they, do? they have like these, these, you know, they editorialize things that are like attempting to be shocking. You know what I mean? Just a bad. It's like the you know. Google Google News bad take section is just all Yahoo. Exactly, exactly. That's good. It's like we're we're almost ESPN guys. Check <laughs> us out. It's like shut up, shut up. You are literally a Twitter thumb with a. You know what I mean? Ugh. All right, that's my new insult. Freaking Twitter thumb. All right, Twitter thumb. Players involved: the ROC. International Olympic Committee, uh, tough coaches and drugs. Yo, the women's internet, uh, the women's individual figure skating competition, specifically the Russian skaters, stole the Beijing Olympics and not in an entirely good way. Quote: The gold medalist said she felt empty. The Associated Press recaps: this Quote: The silver medalist pledged to never, pledged never to skate again. The favorite left in tears without ever saying a word. Russian skaters Anne and Alexandra won, I'm not saying the last names, won the gold and silver respectively. But the botched free skate of fourth place placing teammate Camila Vilieva performed under a cloud of doping inquiry overshadowed their wins. Bronze medalists. Uh, Kaori Sakamoto of Japan seemed to be the only one enjoying the moment. He's like, I, I didn't cheat and I took third. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, uh, I hate the sport. Trezova <laughs> shouted when his scores were set, evidently believing her record f- uh, five quadruple jumps should have won her the gold. I don't want to go onto the ice again. Uh, the other woman uh, shouted, seems to, she reacted unsure to how to react to her victory on the one hand, I feel happy. On the other, I feel this emptiness inside. <laughs> she said, Viela, Viela, uh, I want to like, You'll be uh, right. Valieva, Valieva, age 15, cried after she bungled the performance. But the Russian coach immediately lit into her. <laughs> Why did you let it go? She demanded. Explain it to me. Why? Why did you stop fighting completely? Somewhere after the axle, you let it go. That drew an uncharacteristically strong rebuke from the IOC committee president, Thomas Bach, on Friday, who said in quotes, when I afterwards saw how she was received by her closest entourage with such what happened to be tremendous coldness, it was chilling to see, Bach said. Not naming uh, (laughs) the coach, but clearly referring to her. Rather than giving her comfort, rather than trying to help her, you could feel this chilling atmosphere, this distance, he added. All of this does not give much, give me much confidence in Camilla's closest entourage. The adults in the room abandoned Vilieva, the NBC, uh, NBC Olympics host Mike Tirico agreed Friday, portrayed by some uh, this week as the villain, by others as the victim. She is, in fact, the victim of the villains, the coaches, 
and National Olympic Committee surrounding Camila clearly failed to protect her, whatever else they might have done. Last point. The World Anti-Doping Agency is looking into how Valieva came to have a banned drug sample December 25th and what to do about it. And the coach and Russian figure skating team doctor previously suspended for doping athletes will be central to the investigation. All right, Kev, that was a lot. Go ahead. I can't believe you read. I can't believe you read all that. I was, I was actually, I, here's the thing. You heard, have you heard a little bit about this though, right? Like I have, yeah, I have, but I was actually, I actually got interested as I read. So go ahead. Yeah. Cause, um, my kid and my wife were watching it and that, that little girl and she's a little, she's a little girl. She's 15 years old. I mean, not mm-hmm. a little girl, but you know, not to disrespect her in any kind of way, but she's a, she's 15. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Killing it. Like, they're all, you know, they're all the best. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I'm not those. ever going to learn how to skate. I learned how to fall. I could tell you that. Mm. Not kill, not break my arm. All but right. I'm not going to learn how to I skate. Well. I've, I pretty much resigned myself to that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, then the thing, you know, she, so she did, she's, she's, she did some, some great performances or, or gave some great performances flawless. And then, then the information or the, whatever came out that she had tested positive for some kind of heart medication that they blamed on a mix up with her grandpa's heart medication. So then, you know, all the, <laughs> and then all the writers got to writing, you know, they ran to their they ran to their typewriters like uh like in the movie Airplane. It was um <laughs> But it was uh yeah, so it was it was pretty bad. But this the the this this last uh day of individual performances was kinda nuts <laughs> because it was all Russians and one Japanese girl who just could not have been happier to be there. What you got she your you got your fifteen year old who they thought what they thought was gonna happen was she was gonna win and nobody was going to get to have a medal, get a medal ceremony, because that's that's the one thing is that while it was the drug test was still being reviewed, they were not going to do a medal ceremony mm-hmm. if she was on the podium. She okay. placed fourth, so she's already out. The next two are Russian. The second place one bugged out because she killed it, and then somehow placed second. So yeah. I don't know if she thought that she should have been first or she was just so so upset at how her cuz it's all the same coaches how the same coaches treated the 15-year-old girl. Yeah. So she's like I'm not doing this no more. And then the one who actually got gold, who's also Russian, just standing there with a teddy bear in her hand. Another child. She's like 17. Teddy bear in her hand and there's no coaches around her. There's no wow. other athletes around her, and she's she look she looked completely lost. That's why she said what she's. I think that's why she said what she's. I'm like, dude, these are kids. Yeah, yeah. It, it was nuts. Yeah. It's insane. So, yeah, I don't know. But there's a there, but yeah. let's let's face it though. But coaches are coaches, no matter whether you, whether you're in Russia or, I think everybody who is been around any kind of sports in junior high, high school, has seen an adult, grown adult, yell at a child in a way that was very embarrassing to everybody. Involved. Sure. Sure. 
school child oh yeah parent mm-hmm. and coach when they come back later and think about how they spoke yeah. um there's been a big change in coaching i don't want to get uh, well an, an overarching change in how people coach and it's been a very big point of contention in sports for i'd say the last let's say let's say 10 years that's probably a, a bit longer uh, probably probably a bit long but let's say five to 10 years. And that has been, you know, coaching in, in many people's eyes is supposed to be like this, you know, uh, you fail, you get yelled at. Um, there are no hugs. There are no, um, you know, good job for second place or fourth place, or you tried that, that stuff is, is not truly what people think coaching is supposed to be right. Coaching is supposed to be, you know, Bobby Knight throwing chairs, or right, just I'm literally the two people I'm thinking of is Bobby Knight and like Billy Martin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 to be fair, when when that happened, man, to go back to the Bobby Knight thing years, years, years ago. How how long ago is that? I mean, like thirty years or whatever. Um, yo, people were lining up to send their kids to wherever he was at. Like, right, right. A lot of people wanted. There there was a big backlash. But there were also a lot of people who were like, yo, I want my son to be coached like that. You see what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. over the years, things have changed and, and there's a different approach. And this is way out of bounds relative to that approach. You know what I'm saying? Um, to be more encouraging, to be more understanding, but even more, Kev, when they're kids. Children. Straight children, like we're talking. What I'm talking about is adults. We're talking. There have been plenty of conversations I've seen about how adults are spoken to, treated, and you know, done, uh, uh, approached professionally and respectfully, right? Hmm. Let alone children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean, it's it's like I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to get into an argument with anybody in the entire world about whether or not anybody should be giving out participation trophies. Like, I think it's a corny, sort of a corny thing to talk about because people talk about it. The people who talk about it so, you know, super anti-participation trophies are usually people who I look at, I'm like, you you didn't play any sports. I can look at you. And I know you never played sports on a team. You can barely survive by yourself. And nobody listens to you, so shut up, right? Yep. At the same time, <laughs> nobody listens to you. I'm like, you know, it's it's like the only thing that I would be concerned with is that does that take away from the kids who succeed because they actually played fair and did well and practiced hard and you know I don't know does it? They probably don't care. They know who's first. They know who won, yeah, right? So you know, whatever. It, it, but but. And I don't, what I don't think is that it should take a participation trophy for a coach to make an effort to make a kid feel good about just, you know, going out there and giving it their best. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, I coached um, my daughter's volleyball team for the last three years. I know. You I, would, I, you would no scream at volleyball every week. Scream. Not at all. Tearing your hair out. once, man. <laughs> Not once. Not even at my daughter, who who probably should have probably should have been yelled at, right? Now, <laughs> listen. Did I yell? Yes, but it was not like 
directed at. It's it's coaching. Like, yo, come on, y'all. This, you know what I mean? That's not that's not how you do that. This is how you do that or whatever. Or let's let's dig in. Let's focus or whatever. But what you see, and mind you, I'm not trying to say that you know I could contend with with Phil Jackson or anything like that. What you see in a young person as they develop week over week and get it. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know how you could not be proud at them making it. That, and I, yeah. I understand. Like, I I totally get that what I'm saying is is from a a way off difference from the Olympic <laughs> ice skating team right. uh, of Russia. Like, I know that me as a coach doesn't even compare to their coaching job in any stretch of the imagination, whether they were horrible in this instance or not. Yeah. But – Man, I'd be so proud of them kids if if it was me. Hey, listen, you know and, what I'm saying? And yeah, I mean, you know, they they got the they got the doping right. They knew what you know what drugs to take to become number one. <laughs> it but can't be the one thing. The one thing that honestly, the one thing that I was like, oh yeah, this is probably pretty bad because I didn't see what happened. I didn't I didn't see any of this in in real time. But when Mike Tirico said something, I was like, that's a pretty level headed dude. I was like, I was like, very much so. <laughs> yeah, when I read that, I was like, whoa, Mike yeah, Tirico. So. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I've gotten it's yelled hard. at by coaches. I mean, but you get you get yelled at in practice. You know what I'm saying? That was always the thing that I I felt like was the line. It was like you get yelled at in practice when we are behind, you know, behind closed doors or whatever. But you know, as a team, or whatever, right? You get yelled at in practice, but when when you when you're when you're on the field, that's it. That's not you know. Who's well, so on you? Like the coach can't play the game for you. Exactly. It's on you. Look, I had a coach, and we'll move on after this. I had a coach <laughs> did refused to say my last name correctly. Football coach. <laughs> Brunner. Burner. Oh. The nice. whole time. That's, that's dope. Run, Burner. What? <laughs> and I'm like, so one day after practice, after well, after Hell Week, I just brought up to him. I'm like, hey, Uh-oh. coach. Yo, just so you know, my last name is Bruner. Mm. He was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Uh, listen, Burn, you cool just turned that you you just turned this two a day into a three a day, my friend. Man, burner, sit ups, burner, push ups, burner, the and burner in the hallway, burner oh, at graduation, burner. Just, I just you yeah, just I made stepped such, in. Such a big mistake. <laughs> you just made a very big mistake. I've never but, heard this story. That's yeah. It was well. I mean, I, I I think I played football a week after Hell Week, and then I quit. But <laughs> so that's why you never heard the story. But no. But the thing about that coach was, when I did quit, though, he was upset. Mm. He was very upset. He he went and found me. I cannot remember the coach's name, but he he went and found me, and was like, "Man, you you can't quit now." Like you, he thought I was quitting because I didn't, you know think i could do it or whatever i was like no i know i could play i just don't like none of the people on this damn team you know what i'm saying like i, I play perfectly fine but i cannot stand these dudes so i'm not playing on this damn team but um but that's a coach right mm. that's a coach like like you say you yell in practice some uncomfortable situations preparing you but at the end of the day man you, you respect the respect the competition of the athletes man and the and the accomplishments in, in my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with a 15-year-old child. 
Fourth place in the Olympics at 15 years old. Do you know what I was doing at 15 years old? I was quitting football a week after Hell Week. <laughs> That's what I was doing. <laughs> oh, and, and you didn't have to. You didn't have to go back home and invade Ukraine the next week. Exactly. It's like front line for you. <laughs> it's horrible, awful. Um, I. <laughs> this story is so stupid. By the way, this next one. Uh, topic number two, Kev. Now that's what I call protest music. <laughs> uh, James Blunt song played on protesters in New Zealand following Manilow and uh, Macarena. Uh, Manilow and Macarena after the uh, musicians suggested using it. So this is reported by Sky.com. The players involved are New Zealand protesters, and the this is a legit thing, y'all. The do not play list. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, so New Zealand authorities have turned to the music of James Blunt in their latest musical effort to move protesters camped outside Parliament. The demonstrators who are angry about COVID-19 vaccine, man, vaccine mandates, I think like 6% of them, right, of, of the country, were initially bombarded with Barry Manilow's greatest hits, plus the 1990s dance tune Macarena, all played on loop from one of Parliament's loudspeakers. But on <laughs> Sunday evening, UK time, British musician Blunt tweeted an offer to help sharing a news story about the protesters he blasted uh being blasted with sounds of manilo he wrote give me a shout if this does not doesn't work a few hours later it appeared his offer had been accepted with the star's most famous hit you're beautiful being played over the loudspeaker protesters seemed to seemed undeterred however singing other songs over the hit and dancing in the rain hmm. all right kev um, just that as shows, you know, lock, that shows you how, that shows you, that shows you how bad that Spotify money is. He was just trying right. to get some. He's just trying to get some some ass cap there. A little this bit of is, BMI. Yeah, he's trying to get it in, right? <laughs> um, numbers eventually dwindled, but authorities turned to music after the use of water sprinklers failed to dislodge the protesters. Look, Kev, this <laughs> one would have made me leave. Which one? Right. The la- these two, all three of these. Okay, they played Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. I'm out. Right there, I'm out. What do you mean? They played the Frozen hit, Let It Go. That's a horrible song. Let It Go. And then they played Baby Shark. (laughs) No one died. And that's the most impressive part. When Baby Shark is on repeat, somebody's got to (laughs) die. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's got to lose their life. You know what I mean? (laughs) This has gone too far. Um, oh, 94% of those 12 and over in, in New Zealand have had two doses of the COVID vaccine, but there has been anger about rules requiring rice, widespread use of vaccine passes. All right. Go ahead, yeah. Kev. I don't know. I mean, and New Zealand is like probably, I got to believe, in the top 75 of uh, all countries of all time that have dealt with COVID, right? They're, they're honestly probably the best. Yeah, they've they've been doing yeah, but they're definitely closures, they're definitely on the court at halftime of the All Star COVID All Star. <laughs> they definitely game. Are the whole fourteen hour show. <laughs> <laughs> and and still, there's people that are angry. Whatever, I think people just want to find something to be upset about. But if this let's let me ask you the real question here: If this was a protest of all Trek clones, what would that playlist consist of aside from Celine Dion and Baby Shark? Okay, we'll let it go. Okay, songs. let it go. Okay. Um, so you can I rock mean, with the I, Macarena. Obviously, yeah, the Macarena. I'll about to say that. I'm not mad at the Macarena. I, I get down, fam. Like you, you know, what I'm saying what's the what's the arms? Like, <laughs> wow. 
There you, you know, like, wow. It's, it's going down, fam. What That's was good. I? You got to put the hands out. Like, well, you clearly, I mean, yeah, you invested your time in learning the dance. You have to, you yeah, got, yeah, you got it. I'm not going like, oh, to begrudge you being able to express yourself. <laughs> but in dance. Um, oh, my God. Ride with me by Nelly. Um, God, dude, you know what? Family Affair by Mary J. Blige. Me and Silo have been talking about this and and my wife. Listen, man. If that song don't sound like a bunch of drunk aunties trying to talk like young people. Oh, you're talking about lyrically? Yes. Yeah. Don't nobody say dance. That is a great description. Yeah. yeah. But that's Let's just got to be one of those songs. That, it. Yeah, that's the... That's the that, the thing about that song is I always when whenever somebody tried to use one of those made up words in in like a Twitter post or something, I'm like, that's not a song that you need to be quoting. That's not a. No. That's Who just on, that that's song. Just, that is just a song full of onomatopoeias. That's just. <laughs> that is literally just. Listen. That's like you. You ever hear somebody get drunk and fall asleep on your couch, and then when they talk in their sleep and they're not making any sense. That's what the lyrics to Family Affair were, but the but I I disagree. I still think I like that song. Nah, as not a song, it. I'm not I'm not I'm not having it. No one says any of those words in that chorus. Doesn't matter. Neither no do one I. Says listen. No one says dancery. Oh, I don't even know. Is that actually what she's most in of the time now? When I don't wh- let's most get of the time, it percolate. Who says percolating? Who said, when have you been E40? in this situation? E40, in excuse your life? me, E40. E40 walks in and says, let's get it percolating. E40 don't even say that. E- E40 definitely said that. I've never heard E40 say that. E40 definitely said that. E40 don't say that. Now, dancery is something that I just figured it it was um, uh like a lyric that I did not understand. And it was not, there was not a word called dancery and that's not what she was saying. So I just wrote it off to me, not, you know, like, like, um, like Jimi Hendrix saying, kiss this guy. No, man. It was, you know, like it's just, you were just trying to avoid it. Well, no. Okay. Because that's what it sounded like. But what is, I don't even know what that is. Exactly, Kev. But she don't know what any of that is. Cause she I, think drunk I, think we, I think we agree more than we disagree, to be honest, I, for the again, first time. But you asked what that playlist, Kev, what would that playlist be for you? Oh, I don't know. I love all music. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> There's no song that you hate that if I was like, yo, I'm going to bump this joint on repeat. <laughs> it, that would just clear the I, I would, you know what? I would, I would. I would just suck it up and deal with it because I know it would hurt you more than it would hurt me. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> All right. There's nothing I hate more, actually. I'd rather hear Nelly than this, what I'm about Uh-oh. to say. Oh, this is breaking news. Yeah, I'd rather hear Nelly than when DJ started that trend of playing uh, Fresh Pen- the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air uh, theme song during the club. Oh, wow. Really? I've never wanted to kick a set of turntables over more in my life. And 
every time anyone does it. Wait, I've mind. never done that in front of you? No. Nope. Never. Oh, and yeah. if you did, I'd want to kick the turntables over. Well, I, I guess. Who, why, though? Why are we doing this? What are we going to do? Next, what are we going to do next? Charles in charge? Why are we doing this? I don't know. You're at. A, you're at. I mean, you know, you're you're there. You've you've been hired in good faith to DJ at an anti-vax protest. So you know, it's a lot of white folks. You're gonna play Fresh Prince. You're gonna play your Nelly. You're gonna play your Fresh Prince. You're gonna play your uh, Toto Africa. And then you know, yo, play that joint. I'm hype. That's my, that's my joint. I'm, I'm I'm singing that joint. You know I mean, I still have no idea what that song is about. <laughs> it's about Africa. What is it? <laughs> right? Wait. Is he? It's, it's I don't a, understand. It's a, Africa is a continent with incredibly rich history. That's the song is. <laughs> it's like I, he was like, I, I, "It's gonna take a lot to keep me away from." I'll even go to Africa. That's basically what the song sounds like. It's saying, <laughs> like, part of me is like, "Yo, this is an incredibly offensive song." <laughs> it's gonna take a lot to keep me away from you. I'd even go to Africa. <laughs> I test the rains down in Africa, man. You know what I just realized? I'm not a uh, lyric guy. I'm not a lyric guy. See, I am. I'm a title I guy. <laughs> a title guy. <laughs> That's from growing up in a house where your mother botched all the lyrics to every song ever. I love you, Oh, mom, yeah. But good grief. <laughs> God, mothers. <laughs> Randy started Wait. doing it as soon as our first child, soon as our first child was born. Randy just started ruining lyrics. I was like, "You were ne- you never did this before. What happened? Wait, you're going out? <laughs> Wait, are you going to the? Uh, are you going to the dancery? <laughs> Door slam. <laughs> I hate it here, mom. <laughs> I'm never skating again. Not here, right. not in the dancery. <laughs> Yo. All right, Kev. All right. <laughs> Wait, what? Fresh Prince. I didn't read the third topic. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. This, oh, this, boy. This may be the best title ever. Topic <laughs> title. But you got you to gotta stick with me. It's a All thinker. Right. It's a thinker. What do you get? When you mix Ice T and MC Shan. All right, Kevin. Mayor quits after saying Ice Shanties may bring prostitution. <laughs> what? This is APnews.com. Uh, players involved at a Hudson Mayor Craig Schubert and Ice Road Fuckers. <laughs> uh, I'm leaving that in. I'm not leaving that out. Uh, the mayor who's... The mayor that's the mayor who suggested that allowing ice fishing shanties on the lake could lead to prostitution resigned Monday after days of being mocked and drawing national attention to the city. Hudson Mayor Craig Schubert said in his re- resignation letter that his comment at a city council meeting had been misinterpreted. Here is his full quote, quote Kev. If you open this up to ice fishing, while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty? Ask Schubert. And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. Hmm. Just data points to consider. (laughs) My attempt to inject a bit of dry humor to make a point about this in the midst of a cold, snowy February (laughs) is grossly misunderstood. (laughs) You tried, fam. You tried it. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) 
<sighs> uh, he said, "Yo, his his uh, he said his comments um, stemmed from his experience as a television television news reporter covering law enforcement agencies that have arrested people for prostitution and shanties." He said he was concerned about the potential for intended consequences. Um, in his reg- resignation letter, he said, uh, "Some in our community saw this as an opportunity to engage in the politics of personal destruction by any means of character assassination, blaming me for the negative international press they helped to promote." International. <laughs> Good grief! That was the second time he had oh. brought national attention to the city of Southeast Cleveland. No one cared. No nope. one cared. No one cared. This is, I you know what, you Mr. What. Schubert? What? We care here at Rapsix Radio, though. We do care, Mr. Schubert, former mayor. <laughs> oh boy! Go ahead, Kev. You got him. If you are, if you are either a a uh, a hooker or a John who's looking to transact on a frozen lake, shanty, <laughs> shanty or no shanty. As far as I'm concerned, that is both money well spent and money well earned. <laughs> right? Money poorly Should spent you be shamed? Should you be shamed for being on either end of that transaction? No. Absolutely not. Ab- no. Absolutely no. not. Uh-uh. Much less by the former disgraced mayor <laughs> of what, what city is this? Ishanti, Ohio. What is this? Hudson. Did you say Hudson? Yeah. Yeah. Um, side note. Former news reporter. Trash, by the way. He is, right? Mm. Yahoo Sports, maybe? Yeah. Oh, Yahoo Sports probably, reporter. Probably a Yahoo Sports yeah, reporter. Listen, man. How long was he working on this night? His his his, his little uh, nice, tight, two-minute <laughs> ice shanty set. <laughs> he took it down to the Hudson yuck yucks and... <laughs> He just tightened it up, bounced it off the people. Oh, man. (laughs) What's the deal with airplane food? (laughs) Listen, I... You know what the alternate title to this was? What? Cole Mackin. Cold Mack... Okay. All right. You know what? I I don't think that we... Okay, listen, I'm not going to spend a lot of time with it. Just shut up. All right? Not you. Not you. Mayor Chuber, just shut up. Come on. <laughs> just uh, I don't know. I actually though, it is weird to I don't know. I guess small town. It's weird to have to resign for saying something stupid like that. I hope he so? was going for laughs. Yeah. That's the f- that would be I mean I you, you, I like seeing it. I like it. I like it. I like this old Probably successful dude having to resign from a position nobody cares about for saying something <laughs> stupid. It's about time. Well, there's that. That's happening quite we a bit. We wanted equal days. rights. Here we go. There you go. This is equality, folks. This is equality. <laughs> it is ugly for those on top. Um, Kev, man, let's get into the Dakota Wines real quick, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to jump into the Dakota Wines where we deliver a ridiculous headline um normally true actually uh we see how kev responds to it uh so here we go kev this is actually the headline you ready mm-hmm. i'm a chef at a nude resort 
Cooking while naked is painful, but I love it. Bone appetite. <laughs> Ooh, man. That was better than the prostitute joke. <laughs> it was way better. You should have gone with that one. Oh, Yo, man. it's painful though? What are you just just frying chicken all day? What's <laughs> happening right now? Like what <laughs> what are you doing with this? painful to cook while naked you just standing right in front of the oil fan you just throwing it in the grease from for three inches away like this high up like high arch chicken wing fam like what are you doing you should be able to nothing should be painful about it is all i'm saying hey buddy that's that's a that's an odd looking set of oven mitts (laughs) here's the thing all right Here's the thing. And here's the thing, Kev. Yeah. The chefs don't have to be nude at a news, nude resort. Like, someone can be wearing clothes. It's not like, like, what's what the mean? rule? <laughs> like, yeah. why are the people cooking my food? He's not they a sellout. Make it. <laughs> keeping it real. Oh, need. I'm already in question about people that don't wear hairnets. Now you gotta wear hair hair nets over your junk and hair. I know, right? What's what's the what's what's the what's the letter grade on that establishment? D. It's it's B for Bush. (laughs) If I see one questionable hair, I'm right over the counter, fam. And it's not like like I'm not. It's not like I'm a reach over the counter. I'm I'm coming through the kitchen and whooping off. But but if but if you're doing that, you know what that means, right? You're doing all the of that. Beating beating up a naked person? Yeah, but if you're there, you're no, doing listen. all of that. That's true. <laughs> but I'm saying, hey, I I could beat it. I'd beat it if I Oh natural. I'm just saying. I'm not cooking. I could be at the nude res- Do you know who's at nude resorts? 40-something, 50-something-year-old <laughs> fools like me. Ain't nothing fresh. You know what he's going to say? He's going to turn around and he's going to say, Oh, glad your knee healed. <laughs> I'm going to heal my knee right on his forehead, too. <laughs> Neck, back, all of them. <laughs> that man would get well, I'm Look at my, my omelet and be like, mm-hmm. I knew oh. it. Oh. I knew it. I'm going to vomit four times and then Oof. go straight through the back and beat somebody to death. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone wants to get their food cooked by a, by a naked Mm-mm. anything. Mm-mm. Like I said, why was it painful, though? Like, what, what are you doing? Like I said, are you just literally throwing things in vats of oil and just standing there and letting it pop you? Like, what... Maybe it was the maybe it was the seven dollar seventy five cent minimum wage he's getting paid. <laughs> How about that? How about that, Trek? You know what, man? <laughs> I'm done with my beer, which means I'm done with this show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! Thank y'all for tuning in to Rapsix Radio, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. My name is your homeboy Trek Life, and that over there, that fool, it's your fam, your fam, Kev Sakota. 
We must have a living wage. <laughs> Is it too much to ask? Hey, man, why you got your penis so close to the <laughs> omelets, fam? Hey, man. This is Put an apron on. They think you're put talking a, to me. Put an apron on, fam. I'm tall, I'm yelling. I'm not yelling at Kevin. Oh, by the way, there was a picture. There was a picture in the article. Not yeah, that was. I was looking I for a picture, but there was a picture nevertheless. A picture. The guy yeah. had an apron on. To me, that's cheating. Apron, that's cheating. <laughs> I don't want to keep you don't get to com- You don't get to complain. Why is it painful? But why is it painful? <laughs> Maybe he just got knee surgery. This is a whole other version of Chopped. Oh. All right. Wasn't there a show called Naked Chef? Is there? I. There probably is these days. Naked Juice? Is <laughs> that Pornhub? Naked Gun? <laughs> The best part of Naked Gun, man, the nuclear tower is uh, on the way to on the way to San Diego. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about her. <laughs> Everywhere I look reminds me of her. <laughs> Every time I pass those nuclear, t- nuclear plant, I die laughing, yo. I still cannot stop laughing at that. <laughs> Such a child. All right, man. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Man, no frame, huh. no frame means boobies. <laughs> Listen, man. Thank. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. you like to catch past episodes of this, you can go to past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio. You can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also catch us on your television, BTS and Behind the Scenes Network. Download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on that Apple channel and find us with plenty of other dope content, BTS and Behind the Scenes Network. We once in and you can also follow btsn at btsn.pass on instagram for all updates on any upcoming events how to invest in uh what they're working on um just all sorts of new stuff going down with btsn thank y'all for tuning in once again man on the count of three we say peace one two three peace Peace. i'm never doing this podcast again Why is it why is it painful? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Peace.